0: 25 Days of Design Chats in December. Let's go. December 21st, learn your home's history for fun and profit, or at least savings. How much do you know about the history of your house? This is one of my favorite parts of the discovery process in a master plan, and honestly, it's something that no one is better placed to learn about than you are. So if you don't know very much about the background of your mid-century house, then today let's talk about a couple of easy ways you can learn more about it. The first one is a windfall. If you were lucky, when you bought the house, you got paperwork with it, and that paperwork might include a site survey, original building plans, or notations about products that had been replaced or added on into the house. You might even get, I've seen clients get, a binder of information on the history of the house, the neighborhood it was built in, who's lived in it for how long and why. But if you don't have those resources, there's still so much you can do to find out about who's been in your house, when it was built, by whom, and what has happened in its past. So the best way you can go after you find that you don't have any documentation within the house is to mine the resource of your long-standing neighbors. Make friends with people on your block who've lived there the longest, or the most extroverted people who've lived there for a short amount of time that may have discovered oral histories of your neighborhood in the past. This time of year is perfect for that. A plate of holiday cookies to your eldest neighbor will absolutely win you a chat about what's been going on in their house, in their year, and in the entire time they've lived in your neighborhood. They may be able to tell you about the people who've lived in your house, or even give you maintenance tips on how to take care of it. Uh, my house was very actively main- maintained by the homeowner two houses down when the original owner got too elderly to take care of it. And he came over to my house and showed me a bunch of tips and tricks about how to take care of elderly systems and maintenance jobs he hadn't gotten around to yet that he recommended to me. It was honestly a delight. You can also check resources in your local library. Talk to the reference librarian and ask if there's any history of your neighborhood, your town, your area that you could look into. Again, I'm super lucky in this way. There's a neighborhood history that was prepared in the early 2000s, which has oral uh, statements from people who lived in the area, a collection of valuable photographs, and basically takes the lore of the land from pre-settlement times right up until stories of the people who built the houses, arguments between designers and builders on the construction processes, and stories of what it was like for the first generation of families to live in the houses. It's a delight to read and I was given a gift of it by my, again, elderly neighbors who live next door who wanted to welcome me to the neighborhood. But you may be able to find out these things for yourself. So hit the library. The other thing a library can do for you is give you access to newspaper archives from the early history of your house. You can look up your address, your neighborhood, and the names of any owners that you can find in previous property records to find out what there might be. You might also wanna look up the name of the builder and find other houses around town that that company or person was involved in creating. This is actually, let's see, it can cost money if you go to, what is it? I think newspaper archive. Archive, newspaper, something like that. I'll put it in the uh, caption for this video and in the comment on the podcast. But basically, you may have free access to that and not have to pay for it if you sign in with your library card. So again, hit your library reference desk and see what kind of access they can provide you to local reference materials. And then the last thing you can do is just to um, study the history of the moment when your house was built. You might not find out specific things about your house, but you might find out more about the types of construction materials, the types of building materials that were used in your house, whether they might be hazardous, we've talked about that in other videos, or fun. The best case scenario is that you might find that your house, even if modest, exists under some sort of historical protection or preservation, and that might even give you access to loans or grant money as you go to repair it. For example, several neighborhoods in Madison have been added to the National Register of Historic Places, and for certain types of repair and maintenance work on the exteriors of those houses, people can get a tax credit, which almost pays for itself on things like roof replacement, exterior siding replacement, and other things that help maintain the character of the neighborhood intact. So, it's fun, it can even be helpful, and it's certainly a wonderful way to just Introduce yourself more to your house, to think of it more as something that's existed for a long period of time and that you're going to hand on to another generation in a while. Wouldn't it be fun to pass it forward with a package of information about who's lived in this house and what they've loved about it? If you have questions about looking into research from your house, drop me a comment and ask them. If you've had successes in learning the history of your home, please share them in the comments. We love to say hooray for people who have original photos, stories, sometimes uh, long-lost children who grew up in a house will just stop by on a weekend and introduce themselves. If something serendipitous like that has happened to you, please tell me about it. I love to say hooray for stories like that. And until tomorrow... What's the first thing you wish you knew about your house, and how can you go about figuring it out?